was the music, Pablo. It's episode number 54 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Wow. Good evening. Evening, Kai. 54. It seems like every episode in December is either um, an anniversary, yeah, or something. Or something. And in, in this instance, it's definitely something. We've combined the anniversary of the pod with Christmas, more or less. We have. And my birthday. Well, yeah. And the birth of the little baby Jesus, don't forget him. He definitely existed. It's Christmas, Gary. <laughs> what have you done? Well, it's been a lovely one. I will say, on the many years I've been on this earth, that was one of my favourite Christmases. That's, that's saying something as you get older, isn't it? Yeah. That's saying when you rack yeah. up. It was lovely. Yeah, I imagine it is, having his son come back after not seeing him for 18 months. Yeah. Along with your mother-in-law. Yeah. Seems like a nice lady. Yeah. And, and you know... Yeah, I mean, that in itself is going to make it seem special. It was awesome, actually. And And the year of the pod. And the year of the pod. It's been a good December, Pablo. And I got presents that were actually useful. I'm wearing some now. I've got some headphones. Uh Yeah, probably. And what else else did I get? Um, Something... What, something for the uh, drawer next to the bed? No, well, it was something that vibrates and uh, is useful... Uh, depends where you use it. Mm. It was a shaver thing. I got something for the uh, drawer next to the bed. Mm. Sexy Santa hat. Bought it off the mile at Norwich Market with uh, Mrs. Pablo next to me. Did he say pop that by the side? He said to me, do you want a bag for that? And I said, no, you are, mate. I'll put it on now. Mrs. Pablo was having kittens thinking she's going to walk around Norwich with me wearing this hat. That would have been great. Well, that's what I said. But anyway, later on, um, I left it by the bed, and we'd, it's sometime over holiday, and I, we'd been drinking, and uh, I, I put my hat on whilst, whilst I had nothing else on, and, yeah. uh, and I said to Mrs. Pablo, "Look, it's sexy Santa," and then started doing the windmill. Oh no! She loved it, guy. Let me just let me just <laughs> put that picture in my head. No, you don't have to do the fully clothed windmill action, Pablo. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So I've said about my cracking Christmas, Pablo, it was wonderful. We went to see Truescape, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Did we not do a pod between now and then? That was Come a good on. night. I took my night, children yeah. out to yeah. Truescape at the White Horse in Chedgrave. Yeah. And that's the first time I've been out with them together as adults. They loved it. And it was it was a good night. We had we had, we had two Patreons along, and a new one, and a new one. And our new Patreon is uh, Claire Simmons or Claire Petch. Thank you, Claire. That's yeah. amazing. Actually, it came out of the blue, but as well, it came up, I thought that's somebody in the pub with Pablo right now. Yeah, well, we'll we'll have to sort of uh, geezer down our Patreon episodes a bit now. There's a lady in the room. Talk talk about taking uh, being a Patreon to the next level. I went to Patreon size and his good Mrs. Lisa's house, along with uh, my uh, wife, Mrs. Pablo, and uh, two stepchildren. And, uh, yeah, we were treated to a a slap-up meal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What what a Christmas meal, honestly. I put on half a stone. (laughs) Couldn't move afterwards. What did you eat? Turkey? Yeah, I, 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 I dodged a sprout. See, so a sprout man. I I'm can't. a sprout man. 
In yeah. fact, in fact, I'm such a sprank man. We went to the Morrison's yesterday in passing, and they were giving away parsnips and sprouts as you exit. Please help yourself. There's, We've got a load of them. Yeah, there's a clue there, isn't there? Honestly, I, I, I genuinely don't know how sprouts are uh, uh, categorised as food. I can't believe you're saying oh, that. Honestly, absolute filth. But you don't just boil them. You boil them, you put them with sesame seeds yeah. and a bit of butter. Yeah, if you did that with dog turds, it still wouldn't taste all right. Mate, you know, I can't believe you've it, said that. Honestly, it's absolute, absolute... Well, well look... You know, I thought you had a refined palate, Pablo, with yeah, your food and drink. And I don't don't like sprouts. Uh, sprouts are pretty much the only food that I won't touch. Wow. Yeah. Is that a childhood trauma? Yeah, of eating sprouts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so if you boil them too much, they become bitter and horrible. But if you keep them nice and... Cr- yeah, crunchy. Uh, uh, well, I won't believe you. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Go, Pablo, go can there. I invite you to a sprank party? <laughs> oh, no, you can fuck off. Come on. You can, no, absolutely well, not. That's a bit rude. Uh, well, you're not inviting me to eat dog turds, are you? I mean, I'd rather you did, honestly. <laughs> But anyway, other than the sprouts, it was an absolute perfection, the meal. And it went to such an effort, you know, I felt very honoured. Um, yeah, it was great. And there was uh, other people there as well, so there was about ten of us eating. Can I say, Lisa, there is nothing at all wrong with your sprouts. It's the person. I'm sure the sprouts were very nice if you were one of those kinky people who eat sprouts. I don't know. So We're not um, sticking I'll, them up our ass, mate. We're just eating them. Yeah, well, it's got to be some kind of sadomachism thing going on, <laughs> eating sprouts. Horrible, yeah. So I did the cooking here. Yeah. Started about nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Straight on the wine, because you yeah, need, you need wine to put around the turkey and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many excuses for putting alcohol in things. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, I need to open a bottle. So what time did you actually eat? Uh, about... Four o'clock. You must have been absolutely trousered. I wasn't that bad, actually. I was a re- very sensible, but it's it's lovely. And that's why I do the cooking. Yeah. Because you've got a green light to just start drinking. So it was yeah, a Bailey's yeah, in the yeah, coffee yeah. as soon as I woke up. Yeah. It went all, it went uphill from there, really. I love the whole Christmas cooking thing. Eating, it's, it's usually gone. It's like, well, that was a bit like a Sunday roast. Well, it is a bit like a Sunday roast, isn't it? Funny that, isn't it? But why does it take six hours? A Sunday roast doesn't take that long. Because Kai wants to get on it at nine o'clock. <laughs> That's why it takes six hours. Yeah. I, I announced in social media this week um, that I'm going to run the Hamburg Marathon and I'm collecting sponsors for it. But it's, but because I've collected sponsors for marathons before and everyone's like, oh, that guy again, I'm going to lose two and a half stone as well as part of the Ooh. daily. And I've got... Four months to do it. Four months to an hour. What did you lose for your wedding, Pablo? Didn't quite get to where I needed to be, but I dropped about a stone and a half. Well, there you go. That's. But I put on half of that when I went on the all-inclusive after the wedding, and I put oh, the yeah. other half at Simon's house. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm st- oh. stacked up back to 16 stone again. What a fatty. Oh, was that before 16? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I need to be down about 13 and a half to be running marathons. Well, you will get there if you're running and training, won't you? Yeah, well, it's I've got to, you know, stop, stop. I mean, you do have a surprising physique for a marathon runner that is committed to marathon running. It's not like you do one every few years. You yeah. actually do marathon running. Yeah, yeah. Although I didn't manage one last year, you know. Uh, no, yeah, that, that got, might got, be. Co- I trained for one, but got COVID. Yeah, that took you out of your stride a bit. Yeah. 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 But uh, I got... I'm the Neil, Rudd- Neil Ruddock of uh, marathon runners. 
Do you know who Neil Ruddock yeah, is? Razor Ruddock. Yeah, yeah. The big fat twat. Yeah. He, he, the first few games of the season, he was still waddling around, but then eventually he'd lose it, and then at the end of the season, he'd put it on again. He became a boxer? No, he didn't, no. What did he do? I know him as Razor Ruddock. Yeah, that's his nickname from... Uh, from football? Yeah. I thought he was a boxer. Such a girl. See? Fucking hell. <laughs> I did think, well, as soon as the words started leaving my mouth, I thought, oh, uh, Yeah. I thought Razor Ruddock, he's, surely he's been in the ring at some point. No. Oh. No, I don't think so. I've been supporting him. I thought he was a good boxer. What? Razor Ruddock. No, you haven't been supporting him. He's not been a boxer. This is well, that's it. I thought, yeah, he's a good boxer. No. You, you, he looks like a boxer. Doesn't even look like a boxer. So what do you got? Razor Ruddock. Where are you going with this? No, I'm not going anywhere. I, I thought Razor Ruddock was a boxer. Yeah, and that's because you had a mental cul-de-sac. When you got to the end of it, like the little line of thought was like a sort of scrumpled up bit of paper, the words Razor. I still think he's a boxer, though. You're not going to change my mind. What did you get for Christmas, Bablo? What did I get? I got this lovely T-shirt, which is uh, homoerotic. You can see it, it is homoerotic. Apparently, it's it's. Uh, my son went to Berlin, and he bought it from the um, uh, Berlin Wall gift shop. Brezhnev, and that guy he, who was kissing is was the leader of the. Um, is it the DDP? Is it called the uh, the East German government? So Gorbachev was kissing that guy. Okay. So they, they were in cahoots with each other before the wall went down. It's a brave T-shirt to wear for a heterosexual man, isn't it? Well, I thought if I'm going to wear it at all, I thought I'd wear it for this point. <laughs> wear it around my house. <laughs> yeah, put it on, right? And Mrs. Pablo looked at it and said, oh, carefully don't get gay bashed. You might. <laughs> because I don't think many gay bashers know their... Uh, Politics. Know their politicians. Yeah, it's got Russian writing on as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, very controversial. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It is actually Pablo. What else did I get? Oh, five packets of pork scratchings. Different people. So that's what happens when you do a pod and talk about pork scratchings. Genuinely, I'm a bit sick of pork scratchings. How are you now? I am. Yeah, yeah. Have we ruined it for you? I've ruined it for myself, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like a good pork scratching. Yeah. But now I'm going to get one thinking, oh, Pablo will like this. And you'll be like, oh, not another pork scratching. Uh, yeah. I, I, was, I, just, I had my me me pork scratching intake under control. But people hear you talk about it and just assume that's all you do. But, um, yeah, <laughs> don't just scratch pork. <laughs> I mean, uh, eat pork scratchings. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. What have we got coming up, Pablo? Hellfire and damnation. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shit, Alzheimer's. Oh. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know, I just said it in a different okay. way. <laughs> Opinion <laughs> whores. Parking like a twat in London and Chad Grave. And contrition. Yeah. Wow. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown 
into the pits of hell. Give me a C. C. Give me an O. O. Give me a V. V. Give me an I. I. Give me a D. D. What have you got? Fucking COVID. Oh, mate. I haven't got COVID today, but I was thinking about what in the whole year should go in the bin. And I think probably the worst thing that happened to me this year was COVID. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it stopped me from running the Amsterdam it Marathon. It did, yeah, yeah. It I remember that. Made me feel ill for about a month. Didn't stop the Promoter Mouse podcast, though. Didn't. And that was a good episode, wasn't it? It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Go and listen to that, people, if you haven't. But, yeah, it is a shitter. It's kind of not there, but it is. And I think for some people it's there when they want it to be. Oh, yeah, But there can. were a lot of people going out and about with it. Yeah. Definitely. Do you know, do you know when you see somebody now wearing a mask... You just think to yourself, you've got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how they... They've either got COVID or they're about to get on an aeroplane and they don't want it. But that's how they treat it in Japan. They wear masks so they don't pass germs on to other people. Not COVID necessarily before, but Mm. way before COVID, they were wearing masks. It's probably natural because the populations are so dense over there. It kind of makes sense. That's how you live in harmony in a metropolis. You just don't piss off the next guy. Yeah. London's fucked for that, mate. Yeah, it is a bit, It's yeah. carnage in London. Yeah, it absolutely is, yeah. <laughs> not for COVID, but just people are just... Well, thankfully, we live in London and Chedgrave, and it's not exactly a, a, a thriving metropolis, but you can still get COVID. You can, and in the supermarket and wherever, if you hear somebody coughing, it's more of a worry now than it was when COVID was on in some ways, because you think they stick out a lot more. Yeah. Well, because before they weren't out and about. Apparently, there's a thing called... The hundred day cough. Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. It's out at the moment, but um, you, st- you should still get checked out, even if you if you had a cough for more than two weeks, come get it checked out. Yeah, might not be good. Might not be. Yeah, but it's probably just the hundred day cough. But like, come get it checked out. We've anyway. got to now put a disclaimer in. We are not trained medical practitioners. This so. is Pablo. Is I like it when people get uh, medical advice off Facebook. You think. I've been to the doctors before now, and he's Googled it. Yeah, no, but he's, yeah. What's he doing? But but he's got the skills to uh, interpret it. Okay. We, we see, all we read is all the bad bits, and we go, yeah, oh, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. Uh, well, he reads it and goes, and then he'll ask you questions. He'll go, uh, how old are you again? What's your alcohol intake? Um, what, but, where did he last put your knob? <laughs> I'm, kind of I'm sorry, but doc- <laughs> what did you go there for? <laughs> That's the kind of things they ask, isn't it? Okay. Where did you last put it? Yeah, yeah. But they never used to do that. Doctors used to be doctors before the internet. Did, were they just making it up? Uh, for a good while, they were just, just making it up, weren't they? Like, you'd have, like, the, uh, the the head witch doctor, like... Oh, no, we're talking about, like, GPs, NHS. Yeah, but, bef- like, that evolved, didn't it? From, like, the biggest know-it-all in the tribe... Oh. To actual medicine, and you know they were like just going, oh yeah, yeah, um, eat a load of dandelions and, uh, and shout abuga three times, and then it sort of <laughs> and your, your arm will grow back, that kind of shit. Then it came to a peak with Harold Shipman. I think he probably just about kind of ruined it for everyone, didn't he? That's that's not that no. He he's just a bloody psychopath who bloody wanted to kill a load of people, which is a different thing. Well, he was a doctor, though. It was on. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but it's, it's one of two things combined. Look, you you were talking about the involvement of a uh, evolvement, evolution, the evolution of medicine. 
And it started off as a load of bollocks and eventually they tried and tested it until some stuff worked and eventually it turned into a medical discipline. Yeah, I suppose it didn't peak at Chapel Shipman. I'm wrong. I'll yeah. take, I'll, can I take that back? You can, yeah. Retracted. You did a, you did an ADHD sort of segue. I'm sure he was. He did some good things, didn't he? He probably cured a lot of people. Though. But he probably cured some as well, didn't he? Yeah, he would have done. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but like he's he's fuck all to do with the involvement of a uh, medical science. I wonder how much a Harold Shipman prescription would be worth on eBay now. Oh, I tell you, what, I'd pay good money for that. <laughs> would you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd love to see it. Go oh, wow. It's got to be loads of them as well, haven't they? I mean, it must be. But what do they do with them? They've just been them in in the um, pharmacy. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're probably yeah. I wonder what his handwriting was like. Because of weird. Oh, it'd have been shit. It's a doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we lost our track there. What were we on about? Um, we yeah, COVID. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the shittiest thing that happened to me. What's what's the shittiest thing that happened to you this year? Can you talk about that? The shittiest thing. I'll be honest, it's not been a bad year. If it, I would say the shit thing, people have done some shit things, which yeah. I've disagreed with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I haven't got a, uh, no, I haven't got an absolute killer moment where I'm like. Oh, yeah, what's, what was your, um, what, what was the celebrity death that floored you the most this, this year? Oh, celebrity deaths. I like a good celebrity death. We established this earlier on yeah. in the year. So we had, uh, we had Dickie Davis. Yeah. I and mean, I thought he was already dead. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody else thought, oh, was he not already dead? Mm. Did but, Parky go? Yeah, Parky went. Yeah, yeah. That, that was quite a sad one. Paul O'Grady went from the comedy world and the chat world. Yes, Paul O'Grady. And, and the pet dog world. That's, that, that's the only one I've seen in the flesh. That He was... Um, at the Bristol Hippodrome. Oh, yeah. Doing a panto. Yeah. And he used to sit at the bar with the Seven Dwarves. And oh. there was a comedy club in that bar. Is it the Bunch of Grapes? Which is like behind the stage door of the yeah, Bristol yeah. Hippodrome. And, uh, yeah, he used to be in there every couple of winters. Uh-huh. Sitting at the bar. Apparently a very nice, generous bloke. Yeah, yeah. Did you get a selfie with him? No, that was uh-huh. before selfies, mate. Uh-huh. Although, no, we did have cameras, actually, but... Did you feel the urge to write this anecdote on Facebook to make his death all about you? <laughs> With a picture of me near the pub. <laughs> this is me near the bunch of grapes where he used to drink when he was in the Bristol Hippodrome. Yeah. <laughs> Lord! You put Sarah at Source of Humour. Praise be. I, you know, I, I've often got a bit of a phobia for agents. Yeah. But I've... Found a really nice one. And it's Sarah, a source of humour. Is that Arthur's agent? She looks after Arthur. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in touch with her, and she always puts them in the diary. But um, then I looked on her website and saw she's got a string of acts that are also very, very good. And I said, we haven't really talked about this. Oh, okay. Who's she got? Can you remember? Send them my way, yep. Susan Murray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Men in Coats. Oh, don't know who you mean. You know the Men in Coats? They had an amazing viral video, two oh. of them with the with the Parker jackets on, they blow balloons up. And, oh, yeah, yeah. No, um, sort of so it's Mark Felgate yeah. is one of them. Um, but those are three very good ones that I fancy 
booking at some point, and she's got several others that I can't mm. think of off the top of my head. I did speak to her on the phone <clears> in the <throat> summer. She's um, also, yeah, she's she, she was very nice, very, very good, very helpful. Yeah, yeah people who kept me in mind. Oh, yeah. So when I posted on the internet the other day about me running a marathon, my chosen charity was Mind. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, um, a lot of people this time of year struggling, uh, and just generally, there's not enough resources. But I posted on there, and I was a little bit worried I might have been virtue signaling, but we'll come back to that. But I genuinely just wanted to sort of make make people aware that I'm going to collect for it because I might come back sort of shaking the tin a little bit later later on. Within about ten minutes of posting it, I had thirty quid in the account. Nice. And by the end of the first day, which was yesterday, a hundred and ten pounds mm. in there. So I was made up. So I, uh, thanks to all those people um, who did that. That was brilliant. Uh, can I can I say, okay, all right? Um, I'm going to take a bit of a liberty, but on the Promoter Miles Facebook page, if I pin the uh, the Just Giving page there, you can read all about what I'm doing and uh, who I'm doing it for. And if you feel like emptying your pockets at this festive time of year, you, you can. That's the Promoter Miles Facebook page. I'll pin it. Do you know what, Pablo? I'm going to put some money in. Oh, I'd love it. But I'm going to put it under Anonymous. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you? Did yeah. you uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I did it anonymously. Yeah. Yeah. Just take your pick. There's somebody who put, <laughs> put, put one down called Posh Geordie. I'm scratching my head. I think I don't, I, I don't know any Posh Geordies. And surely that's an oxymoron. But anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you if you're out there, Posh Geordie. Yeah. But um, I think I've got, I think I know who it is. But they're definitely not Posh if I'm right. Good work, man. And what, what it does, it makes me commit to it. And that's partly why I did I sort of announced it because I look right bell end if I don't go through with it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a, a motivation tool as well as trying to sort of create some good out of it. The genius of Carolyn Ahern. Caroline Ahern. Carolyn Ahern. <laughs> <laughs> You're like okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Carolina Ahern. Yes. So there was a um, a documentary out on Christmas Day, which I watched earlier in the day actually, uh, and. It was a charting the life and works of Caroline Ahern, um, an absolute genius writer, a comedy writer, and there's absolute no doubt about that. And, and and a lot of the things that she is resonates close with me because she was from Withenshaw, which is the part of Manchester I'm from. Yeah. Her, her surname is Ahern. My mother's surname was Ahern, so oh. like quite close connections there. there must be some relation there, right yeah maybe because it's not you know i mean yeah you, you wonder if they were sort of shipped over on the same bloody boat or whatever mm. in, in the 50s or whenever the royal family based in Worthingshaw and watching it just looks like looking into somebody's house back in the 90s so it's a lot of, for me a lot of personal sort of uh resonances and 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 w- watching her work you can sort of see she is an absolute nailed-on comedy genius. And, uh, yeah, I want to say praise be to that. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I'll, you, I'll go with that. Do you like Caroline Ahern? Caroline Ahern? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just missed an extra special Patreon episode where we uh, we spoke about the bit between the ball bag and the arse. Yeah. Um, because it's that time of year, which is in between one finger and the other. 
Um, and we talked about oh, Rich, Richard uh, Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Richard Eddie Pryor. Murphy and what's the name? Uh, the stuff we said Scary about... Scary Spice. The stuff we said about Richard Pryor. That's worth signing up for. Um, I got schooled on things I'm not allowed to say about the pod. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so you missed it. Anyway, we'll crack on. We'll crack on. But uh, if you do want to be a patron, just, uh, yeah, sign up for Promoter Miles at Patreon. Just Google Promoter Mouths on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Promoter Mouths. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... I've put, why is it almost impossible to book female acts that stay booked? Well, what do you mean? Oh, well, I know what you mean. There were, there were, there were a few that I do book and they stay booked, like uh, Pam, Pam Ford. Yeah, um, Charmian. Charmian, um, neither of us have had an issue with, but there's a whole bunch of others. You book well, You've just named two. There are many, many more. Many, many more. But but I tell you what, I mean, this may or may not be true, but it feels like with a whole bunch of others, when you book them, you're kind of thinking there's a 50-50 chance of this actually panning out. You know what I mean? Yes. I, that that was one of my bad experiences of yeah. the year. Yeah. Learning learning that the hard way. But I just over the years, like unless you're booking an absolute headliner and they're, they're going to get weighed in for 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 the, for the spots below headliner, for professional spots, it's really hard to to book somebody who stays booked in, for the female acts. Mm. You know, it, it genuinely is. Um, so you it try, sh- it but shouldn't be. But it should. But it is though. It definitely is. And I've even seen people chatting online, female acts sort of saying, oh, I've got a good arrangement with a promoter. He knows if I get something better, he doesn't mind. So I've seen them say things like that, actually. So it becomes accept- acceptable. And then, you, and then on the other hand, you've got people joking, saying, uh, oh, yeah, you never have any females on your lineups. So, well, you know, you try, but it just, just never pans out. Anyway, yes. I just wanted to sort of say that. It's, it's hard to get a full female lineup. And why, why you, are you, you saying that. this? Is this because you booked somebody and then when you went back, so they knew were it, unbooked? I, I we knew. I knew it was going to happen. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. There we go. Yes. It's been Christmas. It looked beautiful in Loddon and Shedgrave over Christmas. It does look nice, doesn't it? And... Um, spoon cake. What, I've put spoon yeah. cake donut mess about. Right. So there's a cafe called Spoon Cake. That's right. Here in London. Yeah. And uh, do do they do donuts? They do do donuts. What they did was, as they were cl- sort of closing down for the Christmas break, I guess they donated everything that they had in the shop, all the all the stock, to a homeless charity. Ah. And they do it regularly. And oh, I good. think that's very, very good. I mean, I know it's stuff that they might have thrown away, but the point is they're doing it quite regularly and giving uh, all of their excess stock. That's that's really good. The Spoon Cake, it's a weird place because there's no massive sign that says Spoon Cake. Now, you'd miss it if you didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You think they might be able to sort that out. But, yeah, I just thought that was really nice. Yeah, you know, well, it's good. And they, they should. there's probably a lot more... Places that could be helping out. There's a lot of places that do help out more than what you think. I was listening, listening to a podcast with um, Scott Bennett. His daughter was poorly and they had to go to Germany for treatment. And he got to stay in a McDonald's hotel. 
that McDonald's have got hotels specifically for parents to stay in when their kids are poorly. Oh, that's nice. So they do this, but they never get a big up for that. No. So they do a lot of lot of work like that. Mm. These these things are really important, I think. But also, the pubs. The pubs. Some people can be quite cynical about pubs opening on Christmas Day. Yeah. But there were pubs that opened for a little bit. It's a traditional thing with some people, it isn't it? It is. One of them opened all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they were open 11 till 11. Well, that made the King's Head, wasn't it? It was the King's Head. And I, and some people might think that's, you know, a bit of a cash grab, but I don't think so. For some people that were going in there, that was their yeah. place to be on Christmas Day. Some people, um, not I, necessarily endowed with a lot of friends or family, yeah. due to circumstances, yeah. they've got to have somewhere to go, haven't they? And that is their place. Yeah, you know, and anybody who is was was in there or um, popped in, you know, they saw the people they drink with, they yeah, they enjoyed yeah. themselves, you know. Some people open for a few hours, which is lovely, but I think opening all day, you know, nobody wants to work on Christmas Day ideally, but those that did, yeah, gave other people of you know something which uh, they wouldn't have otherwise had. I used, I used to love Christmas uh, Christmas Day drink, no, no, for. for the three-hour drinking session, he used to do it when he used to visit my dad up north with me and, uh, well, me family up north on Christmas Day. Like before, I had my own family. He'd go up there, three hours down a boozer. Great stuff. Go yeah. back. Opinion whores. What yeah. have you put there, Pablo? Controversial one. Oh, know. OK. Yeah, very controversial. Um, should Caroline Ahern be called out for abusive behaviour posthumously? Oh yes, I mean it's let's 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 say it, there's no criminal record, and it is the opinions of one chap mainly, and a little bit of smoke from other people she had a relationship with. That things weren't particularly great to have a relationship with Caroline Ahern. This is controversial, Pablo. Because... It is, and earlier on in the pod, I was saying what a genius she was. Yeah, but um, this happened. Well. Uh, Peter Hook from New Order and Joy Division um, had a short marriage. And in, in his book, uh, Post Her Death, he said basically he was in an abusive relationship. And the family defended her. And said, why are you calling, calling yeah. uh, her out now? But it, it sort of struck me that if it had been the other way around, there wouldn't be a programme on Christmas Day uh, champion, championing her comic genius. Very true. You know, so it's a, it's a funny world we live in. And what I noticed was there were there were people online who are absolutely first out of the trap whenever there's any kind of accusations towards a male entertainer, let's say. Yeah. Um, they're first out of the trap to condemn them. And anybody that says, well, I think he's funny, gets blasted from there on in. Yeah, yeah. And gets absolutely crucified for just having any kind of yeah. um, positive thoughts or words about that person. And the same people. And the same people, because they like her, yeah. don't seem to have the same reaction at all. Not not the same issues. Not so the there were there were people saying, "Oh, I'm so you know yeah. remembering this person," and yeah, it's the it's completely it's, it's the opposite. Weird. Yeah. But let me just say yeah, you that are, you are right to observe that. Yeah, it's a it, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an observation I saw, and I thought these are the same people who are absolutely crucifying other people on hearsay. And there's a bloke committed 
and it's not just one bloke. She's had several high-profile relationships, and they've come out and said it, they, they were difficult because of a drinking or whatever. Well, the drinking probably has something to do with it, yeah. Physically and emotion, emotionally abusive, by all accounts, well, by predominantly one account, Peter Hooks. But that is often enough, isn't yeah. it? That's, that's enough to bloody That would somebody. be more than enough to have us yeah. cancelled as male entertainers, let's say, if we were. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but let me just say, I don't think if it is true, I don't think anybody should be judged by their um, worst deed. Yeah, but then there's Jimmy Savile. <laughs> I thought of Jimmy Savile. It's only because people only came out and spoke about his uh, wrongdoings after he died, on a large scale. Mm. You know, so, so the the uh, um, the Ahern family, <laughs> who I might actually be related to, who knows. Um, came out and said and condemned Peter Hook for saying, "Well, why is, she, why is he saying this now? Now because she's dead." Um, what if it was the other way around? People would say they didn't say anything at the time because they were traumatized, and it takes a long while to work these things through. Yeah, and and that's that's legitimate, right? It is legitimate. That's that's what happens, and that's that's why a lot of people are now coming out of the woodwork over uh, the alleged wrongdoings of uh, Russell Brand and the likes. It takes time to work these things through. But it's important, though, to say that I genuinely think that she probably was an all right person. Oh, yeah, But, yeah. but she had her... People are not straightforward, are they? Demons, mate. People have their demons. Yeah. People do bad things sometimes, and then they make amends for them, right? That That's what happens. Do you, you know, think he was right to even bring it up? It'd almost be... Or was it... I think he struggled with it. I mean, to some extent, right, it's a brave thing to bring up. Because he's on, he's a male yeah. being physically abused by a woman, right? And that, there's a lot of that goes on as it gets spoken about, mm. right? So that's quite a brave thing. If if it was if he was a woman and she, he was a she, or if he was a woman, it'd be a she. And and if she was calling out an ex, she'd be like, "Oh, what a hero!" But mm. he didn't get the what the, what the what a hero treatment. It's just a funny world we're living in. Let's just, let, let's just say that. But People you, aren't picking their fights, and certainly if it's a well-respected, across-the-board figure of, yeah, um, yeah, a, yeah, a figure of in the entertainment industry, and we all like them, yeah, you know, people like Peter Cook. But well, different times, Dudley different values Moore, as well. I mean, same John, sort of thing sort of happens, did, doesn't it? It does John balance. Out. John Lennon admits a sort of wife beating at one point, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's funny that, you know, I often think about John Lennon, if he was still alive, he was all sort of peace and love at the time. Like, mm. if he was alive now, would he be sort of like a proper Brexit geezer? I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what... Banging what on point. about immigration and stuff. It's possible, you know. Could be. Might be nicer. The, the... Didn't Eric Clapton go that way a little bit, I think? I'm not, sure. Yeah. not sure. But, but again, they're just opinions, you know. It is. And if you have an opinion in this day and age, you know, you're... Uh... Yeah, but I do think that those people that are what we might call virtue signalling online. Um, got to be consistent, haven't you? Got to be consistent. I think, yeah, I think just because you like someone doesn't mean you've got to completely forget all their bad press. But if you're aligning yourself with a tribe that's inconsistent, it sort of unravels, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get mud on your face. When do our reviews become unnecessarily damaging? Whose reviews? Well, I was thinking about over the year, we have reviewed a few places. Oh. Yeah, it started off as just talking about sort of local places and, and where we'd been and, 
you know, and if we took if somebody, we we had a, I had an episode with a local curry house that kept me waiting there for forty five minutes and without any food, yeah. uh, and and that wasn't the uh, Del Raj. but but it, 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 it's a way of responsibility locally because people are sort of hearing stuff and they're genuinely thinking we've got to be careful with these guys because they could broadcast any old shit. And it could be damaging them well, in their actual bloody take-home. It's one know? of the things, isn't it, with these quite high-profile food critics in papers, they they actually get a kick out of having that power. They know yeah. that whatever they say about your restaurant could make or break your restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're not like that. We give a fairly honest critique but it's just from the man on the street i had a meal there it was shit yeah. now it's shut down does that not yeah. sit well yeah, no i don't i don't, I don't think enough don't people honestly i don't think enough people listen yeah but um i think it's possible that they do and i also think if you're a proprietor and you get wind of somebody sort of slagging off your thing on a pod that's popular locally which this is right you know that's like 30 yeah. people 50 people whatever it is then spreading it on talking about other people they gossip well it's no different it's, to it's, you it's telling dangerous, it's dangerous isn't it it's no different to you sending me the food review for a restaurant or the food rating standards rating yeah and and that speaks for itself i'm not going to that restaurant again yeah but i'm yeah. not going to announce on here for example it's, it's not the Delvars. That the Masala Garden's got a one-star rating. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Well, it's a weight of responsibility, isn't it? Well, it you, can you, be. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It can be. And, and, like, and, and I don't say anything out of maliciousness un, unless unless it's the goal and they're giving me the world's ever shittest Christmas dinner. Which they did. Which they did. And I didn't name them till about five episodes later. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. 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 So, but, but I found myself even then thinking, is this... Good territory for us to be in. Well, we're called the promoter mouse. Now, what I would like people to do is pay us money to say nice things. That's the dream. That is the dream, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening out there and you're a proprietor of a local uh, establishment that serves beer or curry or anything else that we might like, uh, feel free to pay us to say nice things. Yep, yeah, and if you don't, we'll call you up anyway and ask you if you want us to say nice things. And if you don't pay us... What are we going to do? If you've got a one-star <laughs> food hygiene rating review, up, up your game. <laughs> yeah, up your game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, it could be a powerful tool as a uh, podcast. To... Yeah, well, there you go. You're falling into the power. No, it... Same as the food critics. So, yeah, yeah. But food critics tend to get paid by the newspaper, so they're not, you know, they're not paid by the restaurant. That's different. Yeah, I know that, yeah. It's like on these, um, this is another thing I've noticed. You know, you get all your sort of spammy, shitty Facebook posts, advertising stuff that isn't the quality it says. What I've noticed now is hundreds of people underneath an advert for, let's say it's a can opener yeah. or the, a revolutionary new wallet. Oh, there's loads of people saying, it. oh, it's a fantastic can I've, opener. I bought two of these. It's just, yeah. yeah, I've bought two of these, one for me and one for... My holiday. It's home. quite obvious that there are teams of people out there just fucking doing it. So they get paid yeah. to review, but yeah. it's now on Facebook. It's, it's the, you, yeah, you think, you wow, this must be good. You can't trust them anymore, can yeah. you? And they're they're tagging people in, and then people are coming back. You can't trust any of that. Yeah, I, I think you can read the reviews and work out very quickly. 
but also on Amazon. Yeah, you can. You can see it's they're usually more than just a line. It's usually sometimes a paragraph. Yeah, and it goes on about how great this. And it's like nobody's got that. And much they've time. obviously replaced replaced the word tin opener with bloody yeah. whatever the gizmo is. Or absolutely, yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't live without my tin opener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on Amazon as well, you'll yeah. see five star ratings. They've got. Uh, you know, there are 4.8 and they've got sort of 6,000 reviews. When you go on there, they've verified buys, but you I, see I, the pattern again. Yeah, I read a, re- a review for pe- set of headphones that uh, advertised as having noise cancellation, and they clearly didn't when they arrived. I went back and looked at the reviews, and there was one guy who said, um, I gave them a one-star review despite them offering me a free set of headphones to change my rating to five. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it goes on. It, it all happens. I look at the one-star reviews first because they're usually the truthful ones. That's good fun, though, isn't it? Sometimes <laughs> I sit there scrolling through me. I'll, I'll pick a place and then I'll, I'll order them into the, the lowest rating and then just read them. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, I've been served by that guy. He was a belly. But you, could, you could have 10,000 great reviews and you read one that says that, you know, Something shit happened, yeah. and you're going to believe that one. You only yeah. need a, one little pebble of shit in a salad uh, in a salad bowl. You, you're not eating any salad. Um, shall we plug our gigs? Go on, and let's do that. Well, once again, Pablo Shaft of Wit Comedy Venues in Chedgrave, Beckles, Wingfield, Harleston, Wisbeach, and I got some great gigs coming up. Go to shaftofwit.com if you'd like to find out. Arthur Smith. Pat Monaghan mm. coming up. Um, I've booked Arthur for later in the year as well. Oh, brilliant. Uh, which is good. Um, loads. Marcus Birdman, heard of him? Yeah. Oh, Dan Evans is coming back. Oh, brilliant. Coming back as well, yeah. Um, yeah. So please go and have a look. Uh, tickets are very, very, very reasonable for yeah. three professional acts. Yeah, good value. What have you got, Pablo? Uh, the 8th of March, headlining is Gary Delaney. Literally about if if you want to sit next to your mate at Southwold, buy a ticket really quickly because all it's going to be left at the end of this by the time this goes out probably is just billion all mate seats dotted around. Fifth uh, of April headlining is Sean Walsh, and eighth of April, eighth of March rather headlining is um, Gary Delaney. Loads of other top quality headline level acts along both of them bills. WCBcomedy.com. And also, don't forget to go to the Promoter Mouth uh, page where you can sponsor me for telling a mouth. And, yes, you, you can. Yeah. How much do we have to sponsor you, Pablo? 50p? 50p? That's what you <sighs> Whatever doing. your conscience allows. Oh, do you know, it's fucking... As a te- I was triggered as a teacher. I used to get silly season when all the kids suddenly wanted to be sponsored for stuff. And I just had to draw a blanket. No, I felt you, like you, an absolute yeah. bastard. But you, you had about you've got yeah, you get giving fatigue. You got about I, forty I kids coming up to you with like sponsor. You're going to sponsor me, sir. Going to sponsor me. I'm like, no, I, I can't. I, Too many. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just simply can't. I'm, I, that's why I don't like doing it a lot. And then you get the snotty one, and you know he's going to do fuck all. He's just going to collect the money and go yeah. and buy some Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> you just know it. In yeah, a Swiss roll. You've never done anything <laughs> worthwhile in your life, son. Yeah. Why start now? Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to buy some Pokemon cards and a Battenberg cake and you're going to sit there and stuff your fat little fucking face. Anyway. Uh, that leaves us with... I've got a contrition, Pablo. 
Go on. And I've got Texperimental. Yeah, what's that? Well, you know, you know, some of the episodes recently in the past, I got a bit Texperimental, didn't I? With the old music and, and the jingleys. Never, I've never had a go with it. And I thought I'd just sort of wind it back and say sorry, because yeah. I don't think everybody liked it. You, you never have to be sorry for trying something new. That's why. Yeah, but if, I'd, I'd like to, anybody who didn't like it, I'm going to say sorry to them. Oh, that's up to you. But I, well, I, I genuinely it. think it's worth trying these things. Well... I did. And you've got the skill set now to sort of throw it in where we need it. Well, no, you so, didn't like it. No, it's just, I just questioned whether or not we were doing a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, look, it's not a blanket statement, that. Like, like, I, but, think, I think every now and then you need something just to keep it lively. Some people didn't like it. But we, we went very suddenly very heavy on it. I quite enjoyed it, but it won't happen again. There's a rap trap called oh, Suck My Balls coming up. Yeah, there will <laughs> Last be. about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the Promoter Mouths Podcast with Kai And that brings us to the end. High five. 2024. Yeah. Uh, the end of the uh, the end of that. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you next year, Kai. It's been good, man. It has been good. Are we going to get through another year? Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.